There's the way something sounds. And then there's what the words are trying to convey. And then there's being in the middle, trying to make it tangible in some meaningful way. Well, hello there. It's Morgan Harper Nichols here. Welcome to part three, the final part of three episodes that I did on what to do when encouraging words feel or sound cliche. What do you do when you hear something or you come across something that you intellectually understand it, but you're just like, "Eh, for whatever reason, it just doesn't hit me the way that it used to or the way that I think that it's supposed to. And when you're just kind of in that middle place. So this happens to be a space that I, I write from and I make art from quite a bit. So I want to talk about yet another phrase, a phrase that has appeared in a lot of my work over the past few years, and I made a piece about it. And this piece is choose courage over fear. So if you've been listening to the previous two episodes, you know that I have been talking about a series of illustrations that I did and I will link it in the show notes. However, I try to talk about it in a way that you don't have to see the illustration at all to be able to follow along. So what is this concept of choose courage over fear? Now, I will try not to ramble about this for a while, but I could talk about the word over quite a bit. So I have another episode that I'll be doing on the concept of quantity over quality. It's not a part of this three-part series, but I have a lot to say (laughs) on that. So I will save that for another time. But in the meantime, I do want to talk about choose courage over fear. So even when I write about this and I'm thinking about courage over fear, I think about this in a very literal way and I see the courage on top of the fear. So I see this idea of like, maybe I started with the fear, but as I work through the fear, as I maybe move up a mountain, I am moving up into courage. So that's just my own poetic artistic visual way of seeing it. But I just wanted to paint that picture for you even in an audio sense so you can understand where I'm going with this. So in the illustration that I made, I have two frames. I have one frame that says choose courage over fear, what it sounds like, and then choose courage over fear, what it feels like. So in this first frame, what it sounds like, there is a stick figure that is standing on top of a mountain that is not the most intimidating mountain. And I did that, (laughs) I did that intentionally. I made the stick figure quite big in comparison to the mountain peak, because there are some times in my life where I'm like, wow, we climbed a mountain. And then the person that I was with, I was like, oh, this isn't a mountain. (laughs) This is a a hill or a trail. I'm like, well, it was a mountain to me. I absolutely felt like I was climbing a mountain. So that was based on some some real experience there of of going on trails, thinking that I am climbing a full blown mountain and I am informed that it is not, in fact, a mountain. But for me, it was courageous. For me, it was a moment of choosing courage over the fear. 
So that's what I illustrated here is this very proud stick figure hands on on the side saying, yeah, look at me. I, I made it here to the top of this mountain. At least I'm calling it a mountain and I feel very courageous for making it up here. And then the second frame is what it feels like. And this is this stick figure who is facing this winding path with all of these random moments and, and points on the path with things like new fear, a small step, courageous step, resurfaced fear, old fears. Oh, another courageous step, but another new fear. And it's just sign after sign after sign on this winding path. And this is meant to illustrate how choosing courage over fear is something that happens over and over and over again. And it's almost in a way, at least, you know, I'm just speaking from personal experience here, but this, this cycle of, of feeling fearful about something or not quite sure how I'm going to move through something and then having a moment of courage. And then I go to sleep and I wake up the next day and I've started over again, or sometimes it happens four or five, six times in a day. This is just one example of many that I could give. So anytime that I am speaking somewhere, which doesn't happen very often anymore. But in the past, there were times where I would go and speak somewhere and I would be so, so nervous about giving a talk. And then I would overcome that fear and I would act on courage and then I would give the talk. And then there was after the talk where I was like, oh no, I'm back into fear. Did I, did I say, you know, everything I was supposed to say, are, are the organizers of the event satisfied? Did I, did I hit on all the points that they were hoping that I was going to hit, hit on? And then the organizer walks up and says, oh, thank you so much for, for speaking. We really appreciated that. Thank you. And I'm like, okay, all right. (laughs) Crisis averted. I, 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 I made it through. I had that conversation. They, they're good to go. And then on to the next thing. It's like, oh, and now it's the, the people who were in the audience. Did, did this connect with them at all? Did I, and it's not even so much a matter of saying the right thing. And, and this could just be, you know, part of my autism and neurodivergence of just sometimes there's just a disconnect in real time. I'm just not able to gauge where people are, what they're reacting to or not reacting to. So it just creates just a lot of uncertainty. And of course, fear comes with that. So it's just this constant cycle in, in, in choosing courage over fear. And then the fear comes back and I have to choose courage again and just over and over and over and over and over and over again. And that's just one example of many that I could give. And there's a lot of different versions of that in my life. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who has encountered that, but it's just over and over and over again. And I actually think that over and over and over again is why a phrase like choose courage over fear just doesn't always hit. It doesn't always resonate because if you're in that fear part of the cycle, you're at the bottom again and you're like, okay, I know I have to get the courage, but I'm just not there yet. 
I'm not there. I have to travel this winding path before I get there. And I think that there can be, and and I think that people are probably well-intentioned oftentimes when they say things like, oh, you've got this or you're going to do so great. You know, what do you have to worry about? Or, oh, you're so strong. You're so resilient. You're so, you're so perfect for this. Like, I don't know what you have to worry about. All these different ways that people try to encourage, they try to, 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 push us into the courage but if you are in that place of fear if you are at that that place where you're like okay yeah I know the courage is is up there I'm gonna get there but in the meantime I just need to address the fact that I'm afraid right now I don't know right now I'm not whatever y'all are seeing in me I don't feel that in the moment and that is okay So I wanted to illustrate this and not just in the actual literal illustration, but even illustrate this in audio format, because I, I think that there is some of this can happen in our mind, in our head, and, and it's hard to make sense of it in real time because we know that culturally courage is going to be expected of us in many ways. We know that socially people expect adults to have a certain degree of courage. And I'm finding that this is just even more true. The older I get, it seems like with age, people expect fearlessness in a sense of, well, haven't you been through stuff before? And it's like, yeah, but In the moment, it doesn't always feel like I can just open the file cabinet of references of all of the wisdom and knowledge that I've gathered and say, okay, let me apply it to the situation so I can just keep moving along without fear. Those fears resurface, new fears appear, new situations that we don't feel like we are equipped or prepared for. So I think it's really important to to add shape to this idea of choosing courage over fear and just show how we are allowed to take our time moving through that fear on the way to courage. And most importantly, it's not something that anybody should have to do alone. We all should have, it deserve to have community and support around us so that nobody is having to act on courage by themselves. I think that another, I don't know if problem is the right word, but it's just the closest word that I have right now. But I think another problem with the image of the lone person standing at the top of the mountain who's done the courageous thing. And it's and this image is in so many stock photos. <laughs> so I'm sure you've seen it. The 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 silhouettes of the hiker on top of the mountain and they're just looking out over the horizon and they've done it's become like the I don't want to say the universal image, but at least in Western internet searches, if you type in courage and mountains, they're kind of all the same, but it's, um, 
it's it's an image that works for a lot of things, but not everything. Not everything. There's a lot more times where the courage that we are practicing every day happens in small, small ways. So what I want to invite you to do, which is something that I'm going to practice today, even as I am sharing this with you, is to ask yourself the question, how can I practice courage in the next hour? So if you're able to look at the time, whatever the time is right now, down to the minute, and think about the next hour, how can you practice courage? And if you find yourself thinking, well, I don't really have anything planned that is that courageous, I want you to think about something that may have been a fear for you that is no longer a fear, but it's a fear that you've learned how to work through. And for some, maybe it's it's a fear of the future, a fear of the unknown. Well, guess what? Today is a day that used to be an unknown a year ago from today, today was unknown. So here you are on the other side of that fear. And even if tomorrow is still something that you have fear around, right now you made it through and you are living in the moment that used to be unknown. Even if there are still present unknowns, you're still here that is overcoming fear. You're choosing courage. So in that sense, you're choosing courage by existing, by being here. So that's how simple of a courage check-in that can be. Like it is courageous to be alive right now. It is courageous to be alive in these times. It is courageous to be here right now, breathing, trying to do what I can to be present to the moment, trying to find language for my story, trying to move through the day in in a mindful way. All of that is courageous. So yes, there are times where climbing the mountain is, is the courageous thing, but then there are billions of other times where breathing through this moment is a moment where you have chosen courage. So I hope that you can leave this episode thinking about that. How can I choose courage within the next hour? Thank you so much for joining me here today. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Morgan Harper Nichols.